Hey, this is Heather. Hey, this is Liz. This week, we return to our Does It Hold Up series to look at Hocus Pocus, the 1993 film. Spoilers. Let's hit that music. So is it officially Halloween? It is. Nice. Mm-hmm. So cooler air is starting to come in. Things are starting to get spooky. So it's time for us to check and see if it held up um, with our series. And this time we're going spooky. Yeah, we don't do a lot of spooky on this show. Yeah, but this is the type of spooky I can handle. Right. Like the not <laughs> the not scary spooky. Mm-hmm. The kind of slightly adorable spooky. Like the crazy um, pop singer, aging pop singer starring the show type of spooky. Oh, mean. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. She's not. She wasn't young at the time of the show. <laughs> she was not. But she was, also, you know, in the mid, like early 90s, Bette Midler was still, she was still pretty popular. So, yeah, because I mean, this is when she kind of transitioned into acting, right? Mm-hmm. It was after Beaches and um, uh, was she in? I don't know what else she was in. First Wives Club, and she's been. Oh a lot yeah, of she stuff. was in First Wives Club. So my first dog. I don't know if you guys remember this, but my first dog is named Otto Titzling, mm-hmm. and it's after the song from Beaches about the inventor of the bra. I love that so much. <laughs> when I first met Otto, I was like, <gasps> yes. <laughs> it's like, and here's my dog, Otto Titzling. It's the you best, know. best dog name ever. Otto call was awesome. you. Yeah, Otto was awesome. He liked to podcast. He'd he sit did. on the chair. He liked a scrapbook, too. He was really, really a good uh, hanger-outer mm-hmm. dog. Yeah, and he didn't like, when he sat at the table, it wasn't because he was trying to get food in there. He just wanted to sit at the table. He's like, it I was- just want to be one of the girls. Just, I do, so. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Poor little Otto. He's so cute. Yeah. I guess dogs can't live forever. Cause no. He would have. No, I, I got one that's doing the downhill slide right about now so yeah yeah me too yeah so but no um yeah so Bette Midler transitions from just being purely a vocal artist was this was it 100% true because back in the like was it 70s or maybe very early 80s she did the rose which was basically about a you know coked out singer or whatever um mm. But but yeah, so she makes this transition to movies and she just speeches and just first wife's club there was a movie that she did in the 90s, and I freaking love this movie. It was called That Old Feeling. I don't know if you've seen this one or not, but it was it's so adorable. And one of the things I love about Bet is that she does outrage better than anybody. Like she yeah, she, she can just she knows be it. angry and like ah! and she does that so well in all of these different movies. And that one is one of these where she like has a divorce from her, you know, her child's father, or you know, she's a, she's uh, she's famous, so the paparazzi's always trying to follow her, but she's kind of washed up. But, you know, like, they're at their daughter's wedding or whatever, and then they have a big fight, and they, they're like, y'all go figure it out. And then they end up just getting back together kind of thing and, and like, wrecking everyone's lives in the process. So it is fantastic. So you get a lot of that hot and cold running passion, which she is just amazing with. Yeah, I'm, that's the thing with her. And and. If I were to like ever describe her, I just everything is kind of over the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some scenes in uh, beaches where 
I don't think she naturally was toned down. I think the director toned her down a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that's not her. She is hot <laughs> and cold. And yeah. I mean, and, and I love her for it. So I'm, it's fine. <laughs> if you follow her on social media, that's pretty much her personality. Like she's very, she's very nice, very cool, but she also just gets very fired up. And uh, I, I, yeah, I used to have a friend and, you know, she, I used to joke with her, and this would irritate her, but I said, I'm going to find a subject in which you have no, your feelings are entirely neutral on, because I could <laughs> never, either she hated something or, or loved it. It was, there was no in between. There was no like, yeah, oatmeal's okay. Like, no. She's like, <laughs> it's like, I love soup or something. And then, and then, oh, this is terrible. Whatever this is, it's terrible. <laughs> and it just, um, it was just one or the other. And so, you know, that kind of reminds me a little bit of her, um, mm-hmm. you know, her personality. Yeah. So. so in addition to Bette Midler, we also have Sarah Jessica Parker, who I was like, oh, well, this must have been around the same time as Sex in the City. No, no. This is like five years before Sex in the City popped into view. So. Yeah. And, and she really, she was kind of a rom-com favorite uh, for like not the high level rom-coms, you know? Right. Um, so like uh, right now, who was that? Uh, the one from Grey's Anatomy that everybody liked for a while. Sandra uh, the, No, no. Um, the one. Um, oh, the other one. Yeah. You know, the blonde. You know, they're always blonde, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the the blonde from Grey's Anatomy was in a bunch in the 2010s-ish, you know. And she was a bunch in the 90s, early 90s, late 80s. And then went to, and then it, and then it was like a decade, and we're like, oh hey, that's mm-hmm. the guy that Ferris Bueller's married. That's the girl that Ferris Bueller's married to. Oh okay. Uh, <laughs> um, and then she kind of broke out again on her own. It was like you know, and that's how the crew. So, so like I said, this was this was before Sex in the City. So some of the things that she had done, or at least some of the things I remember her in before that, she did a show called Square Pegs. I don't know if you remember that one at all. I honestly don't remember much Mm -hmm. about it other than like kind of the intro. And it was basically like a square pegs round hole. Like we don't quite fit in. We're a little bit awkward teenage kind of stuff. It was a high school kind of think like Degrassi, but with worse cinematography. Um, Was she one of the square pegs? Because she seems like she's too cool to have ever had that awkwardness. (laughs) She was absolutely Mm -hmm. a dork. Um, and then after that, she did probably one of my favorite movies of her of all time, which is Girls Just Want to Have Fun with Helen Hunt. They were teenagers and they did this movie about the, they like Catholic school girls and her dad. It's, it's basically almost Footloose, which by the way, she was also in Footloose, uh, but not as anybody all that important. I'm not sure. She's like the girl in the hat from Carrie. You know what I mean? Like kind of that same vibe in mm-hmm. Footloose. Yeah. But in Girls Just Want to Have Fun, like she goes to a Catholic school and her dad is in the military and he's upright. And, you know, I guess she took ballet or whatever when she was young and she loves to dance. And he's like, you're not dancing. Dancing is bad. Blah. And so she sneaks out and joins a dance concert because Helen Hunt is like the cool chick and she kind of baits her into it. Such a fun movie if you've never seen it. It's on Netflix. Absolutely. Okay. Check that one out. But after that, she did another one of my, like, favorite 80s movies, which was Flight of the Navigator. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Flight of the Navigator is great. She basically, yeah, she basically plays, like, a nurse mm-hmm. in this one. But she's, like, the cool nurse who likes Twisted Sister and, you know, brings a Walkman in for this kid who's been forwarded in time because he got picked up by a spaceship. Anyway. Yeah, this do- this does sound like a lot of that shit. We watch in 80s. <laughs> <laughs> This, that, that is very kind of popular 80s stuff. So you're talking, you know, Flight of the Navigator. You're talking about The Last Starfighter. Like there was a lot of 
you know, a lot of that kind of spacey stuff. E.T. was not too far off from mm-hmm. those. And so, yeah. So anyway, what I'm saying is she was not a super well-known household name yet at this point. Like she was just getting into that thing. Like I think right before this, she did Honeymoon in Vegas, like that kind of thing. Yeah, Honeymoon so, in Vegas was big for her. That, mm-hmm. And um, I remember there was, you know, there was a bunch of little ones from the 80s that used to pop into my uh, video rental rotation that she was in. Okay, so – uh, and then our third witch, rounding out our trio here, is uh, played by Kathy Najimy, who I just love. And she did Sister Act the year before Hocus Pocus. So if you don't know who Kathy Najimy is, she was the 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 larger nun with the the big voice, is you know all over the thing, and she was adorable. I, yeah, so. I really like her. She's one of those actresses that like, oh yeah, she's been in that thing. There was a lot of sitcoms that she was in as like a second. She was never mm-hmm. a leading lady, but she was always like. The, the next person, right? She, she plays like the, the good, she plays like the quirky best friend really well. Quirky best friend, mm-hmm. really efficient assistant, uh, you know, somebody that you can kind of get into trouble with that, you know. Um. Well, she's, she's one of those people who lost, like she started her career heavier and then she lost a whole bunch of weight and almost became unrecognizable. And then she got into stuff where people are like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. But, like, you either know her one way or the mm-hmm. other. You know, she's it's not super recognizable. Like, like Heather Gray before and after the Noah's job? Jennifer yeah. Gray. Oh, yeah. what, well, I wonder why I said Heather. <laughs> Who's Heather Gray? Is she somebody? Know. Is she somebody know. we know? I was thinking Heather Graham. But oh, no. I don't know. Whatever. All right. So, but and again, well, anyway, I do like Kathy Najimy. Mm-hmm. And I do hope that I see her in more things. Because every time I see her, I just really like her. She's so funny. She's got a huge, boisterous personality, but she's also just got that amazing, quick timing. And this movie, I like the the sisters' personalities are so the Sanderson sister personalities are so different that they just make a delightful little little thing going on. Because of course, you've got Bet, who is you know she plays Winifred. She is loud. She is cruel. She is mean, but she also has amazing timing. And can slip a joke in and you're almost like, "Uh, what? Like, but it's very cute and very funny. She has all the quirky mannerisms and the facial expressions that you just love to see in this kind of a movie. Then you have Sarah Jessica Parker's character who plays Sarah. And Sarah is dumb, like super dumb. And she's very attractive. And she's the one who lures little children in. But mostly she's just dumb. And... uh, What's funny is like the the zombie guy that shows up a little bit later was actually the lover of Winifred, which also I'm finding very interesting. A lot of the language that they use in this movie is not stuff that we would put in a G-rated movie now. Um, Like there was a lot of talk about the virgin thing because the candle had to be lit by a virgin. And I'm like, (laughs) it's like even Thora Birch, who's eight years old, is like, he's a virgin. I'm like, he's 12. Like. what yeah, are you expecting? I, you're right. I, I was surprised that first, I mean, I didn't think it was rated R, right? But I do think that it was like mm-hmm. made for P, at least PG-13 because I even remember that there was all kinds of virgin jokes. And, you know, if you're trying to attract a show for children, which, you know, this is a perfect show for that because the the scary people were not scary, right? Uh yeah, this it one was, was yeah. peachy. So, I mean, but they did have a lot of those jokes in there. So, all right. So, I'm just going to say this. I think these three characters, the Sanderson sisters, are like timeless. You could pick them up and pluck mm-hmm. them everywhere. Because 
um, you know, they're witches, they're condemned by history, but, you know, so for them being, um, you know, offensive or stereotype, you know, yeah, they are offensive to witches, like to Wiccans and things like that, but they know they're doing that, right? They're in Salem, for God's sakes. Right. They they know they're being right. over the top, <laughs> and it's, it's a satire. That's the only people that I can imagine mm. being offended by this group. I don't know if I've ever heard anyone be offended by this particular movie. And what's funny is um, this movie was a box office flop. Like, it did not do well, but it has become yeah. such a cult classic that I don't know anybody who hasn't really seen. I mean, like I said, Paul watched it with me yesterday, and he'd never seen it before. And I'm like how like <laughs> I, I didn't see it for four years until after it came out like it was it'd been out for a while but it, and though my husband kind of said it right it's like yeah this is really a movie for teenagers mm-hmm. like young teenagers to kind of sit around and watch with and it was like yeah that was like the perfect time would have been if i were just a few years younger than when i did watch it um i remember my biggest takeaway when i watched it the first time was i don't like the remake of the CCR songs, you know, right. I put a spell on you. I'm like, the, the original is so classic. You can't have Bette Midler sing CCR. I'm sorry. You just can't. And then, and then so. I think she did make it into a delightful show tune, though. I'm not going to, because she wasn't trying to do it. She wasn't trying to do it the same way. Yeah, I know. It's like so it, weird. It very much got into the, you know. The, I agree. The and if she did. It, fun. Yeah, you're you're right. I mean, now I I I like it, and I think it's a fun, cute little thing. But I guess uh, you know, at the time, it bothered me. But I didn't think much of the show in general. But I kind of to get more nostalgic on it when I would um, like see people dress up like the Sanderson sisters or um, things like that. But I I find them timeless. Yeah. Uh, you know, scary, but uh, scary in a little stereotypical satire way like they're supposed to be yeah. um, in this type of movie. We know that uh, people that are like Wiccan and stuff, th- those are not the same type of witches no. that the Sanderson sisters are. And so I think we're able to get past that. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I, I think it was also because this, I mean, this is fantasy, right? So it's it's not mm-hmm. what we think of as witches. Like when we start thinking of witches, we think Hansel and Gretel, they're actually going to physically chomp on your body and eat you. These are more like the spirit suckers. Like we're just going to suck the soul out of this child. And yeah, she's going to die. But we're not like grinding her bones to make our bread like a troll. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah. The grossest thing we really saw in here was the zombies. Yeah. Uh, you know, Doug Jones played, by the way, Doug Jones a national treasure. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's American, but I'm going to claim him. <laughs> um, uh, but like, I just love everything he's in. And I, and I say that a little bit more now because I've been watching, you know, I, uh, the, the new Star Trek. Mm-hmm. He is awesome in it. Anyway, by the way, BT dubs, <laughs> Doug Jones. Yeah. So yeah, I just love this movie. It's so cute. And fun fact, Max, who is the big brother in this is the same age I am. So, and Dora Birch is the same age as my, my younger sister. So it's it's one of those like, like, yeah, this should have hit me right in that time zone. But I'm like you, I don't think I saw it right away. I certainly didn't go see it in a theater. So it probably was whenever it came on like the Disney Channel or something like that, that I ran across it. I don't honestly remember. But I do know yeah. I'm pretty sure I went a good 20 years not watching it and then saw it again last year it was like, oh, my gosh, this is so cute. Because aren't they to- talking about doing a Hocus Pocus too? Yeah, I think so. I think it's it's either out now or it's about yeah. to be. So um, I, I, I'll i look up that information later. But um, I re, we, you know, again, we're focusing on does it hold up on what yeah. it was. And so, all right. So, they, you know, the stereotypical blonde bimbo. Yeah, but she didn't seem to use her sexuality 
uh, as a weapon. It was more, it was more uh, her face. And she was like, you know, she did was, ooh, boys, you know, but she was, she's yeah. dumb too. So that was the, mm-hmm. again, it's hard to, it's hard to yeah. be sexy when you're dumber than a stump. And I mean, I guess history has yeah. proven that not to be 100% correct, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I guess, I guess maybe it's because I'm a woman and I need a little bit more intellectually behind the eyes than that, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I, I, um, they really could have gone into a, um, you know, late 80s, early 90s slant on this where she kind of just kept trying to um, seduce everybody she saw and there would, nobody would have blinked an eye no. at it. And so I like that they didn't try to actively do that. Mm-hmm. So let's see. What else didn't hold up? Because there was some stuff that didn't hold up. I mean, we have to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> the bus driver sexually harassing uh the the lady that was so gross i was like oh i'm so sorry because i didn't catch a lot of that i think when i watched it before and i don't know that i I don't think i did at all the next time but because i was watching it so like intently i mean he makes Mm -hmm. she makes a state like he's like you know what do you want or what can i you know what basically what do you want or what are you looking for and she's like children he's like well it might take me a couple of tries but i'm down i'm like oh god ew yeah (laughs) I know, but like, you know, and, and just the way he talked to them, it was like, these are not pieces of meat, sir. I was just I know, like, I'm like, um, <laughs> I'm like the name of your supervisor, sir, because I think you need to go through sensitivity training. <laughs> You're having yeah, issues. Yeah, but I think that, the, yeah, I think that was the, um, the only thing that really, really didn't hold up for me is because I don't think that that's an acceptable behavior for a public servant no. anymore. Um, Never was, but, but certainly not now. Yeah, so. it, it, Exactly. Maybe, you know, he was drunk because it was Halloween and, you know, driving a bus. It makes sense. Um, But uh, I'll tell you, uh, one takeaway, though, I had from it was the uh, police officer at the beginning that we turned out was just wearing a costume. Uh But I was like, is this guy's only skill, like, handsomely staring at people? (laughs) (laughs) He was just like, I'm just going to handsomely stare. And I think I've seen him in other things now. And he's, you know, grown into an older gentleman. But I was just like going... Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a unique talent, and really, you know, if you were playing a cop on TV, you really shouldn't have the name of the town and the official badge on your right. sleeve, or you know, if it's a costume, that's like against. Yeah, the I was like, doesn't sure. that? Because I mean, I know people play cop for dress up for Halloween, but you're not really supposed to actually impersonate a cop, especially when some kids come to you yeah. in trouble, even if they sound like they're being yeah. outlandish. Maybe it's like, oh, hey, hey, maybe you should go talk to that guy over there who's an actual police officer. Okay, so let's talk about if this held up, mm-hmm. okay? So, police officer, if he was a valid person. So, in the show, mm-hmm. we saw them go up and say, hey, I raised the Sanderson sisters from the dead. And you know the Sanderson sisters. You have a museum up there for them. And it's Halloween, so... And then the little girl's like, and he's a virgin. And he's like, well... Okay, well, he's then. like, and then are he, you a virgin? I'm like, why? Why do we yeah. keep focusing on this? <laughs> I know. I was like, obviously he is. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Look at him. At it. Anyway... Yes. <laughs> This uh, And then I'm like, and so then he yells at him. He's like, don't waste my time. I'm supposed to protect the city of Salem. Okay. And then they, he jokes off as he dro- drives off with the, uh, with his uh, girlfriend that's dressed like a prostitute um, for Halloween. Said some kid thought I was a real cop. But how different is that reaction than, say, a real cop? Mm. I think it's the exact same reaction. Uh-huh. Pretty sure. Just maybe less handsomeness in the staring. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Cops can be handsome. Why he do I He got the smolder strength. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This guy's like, everybody says I've got the handsome smolder, so I'm going to go for uh I'm going to go for cop this year for Halloween. <laughs> so, you know what? If I get a cop that's handsomely smoldering at me, I'm like, uh, uh no. Yeah. Next next year James Bond, this year cop. You see it works out. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
so I think that any other cop getting on Halloween where everybody's pranking, saying something this outlandish would react exactly the same way. Like, Absolutely. hey, my job... I'm protecting and serving. Well, the parents react the same uh, way, too, yeah. because it sounds ridiculous. It is ridiculous that this would, ha- you know, this wouldn't happen. This isn't something that happens. So you wouldn't, I mean, if a kid came up to me and said that today, I'd be like, mm, sure, kid. Yeah, have fun. Yeah. What I think holds up the least in this, at least with our 2020 standard, is that they were going to let an eight-year-old go trick-or-treating by herself. Yeah, see, I don't know if you could let kids out on their own or At not. At eight, I, I, I did. They, I will absolutely tell you. I'm sure I was or I was close to it. I'm pretty sure it. I did. Yeah, yeah, close to it. Um, because it was, it was, like Paul was, he's like, mm, it was a different time. I was like, yes, it was a different time. I, you know. It, I, I think the only difference is technically now there's a database where you actually know where the sex offenders are. I think that's the only difference. Right. I mean, I just don't think that there's people out, and I and there never were. They already proved that that put razor blades and apples and bullshit like that. Like all of that stuff is just yeah. fake. Well, here's, um, they're always like, so people I, are passing out the drugs and the marijuana. I'm like, do you know how expensive drugs are? No, they're not. Like yeah, nobody no. is giving these uh, drugs to children. And again, what would even be the point? Because it's not like you know, they're going to eat it in front of you. You know, <laughs> like they're going yeah, to take exactly. It home, you would not. Yeah. It's, um, I totally don't understand this. Um, you know, people are now, okay, I'm not a parent. So, and I have the next door app. So I can tell you with a hundred percent honesty, I am afraid as shit as my, from my neighbors. Mm-hmm. They're fucking nuts. All yep. of them. And so I'm scared. I would not necessarily, um, have my dogs, uh, visit them and hang out at their house. Like let them dogs it. Would never do that because I, think they're crazy. Something's wrong with them. But letting my kid walk past their house and getting some free candy, I'm not too concerned right. about that. Um, now, in times of COVID, I don't recommend trick-or-treating. No. But, um, uh, you know, unless you can get like some slingshot action there and we can just irradiate it once it gets in the house, maybe. <laughs> but um, I, I can go buy a $10 bag of candy and just sit here and eat it. That's... I mean, I wasn't going to go trick-or-treating anyway because – That's my Halloween. That is my – that's generally what I do for Halloween. That's what we do. We buy the candy we actually like because why would I want to sift through shit that I'm never going to eat? We buy the candy we like. We cover the front door with a towel and we keep the lights off so that nobody comes to the door and disturbs the dogs because I don't need any of that shit. So like – no. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking of getting like a quarantine sticker and just throwing it across my front door and be like, don't even ring the doorbell, you assholes. Um, but, uh, you know, we did have some kids come last year. And this year I've got a D&D one shot campaign mm-hmm. that uh, um, that I'm doing. And we've been planning since mm-hmm. March. So yeah, you're like, sorry, uh, suckers, uh, I'm busy. Get your own candy. <laughs> sorry, I'm going to be a tiefling. Fuck off. That's <laughs> all <laughs> I was talking to Paul last night. It's like, okay, can we level up my badger, my giant badger companion? Um, and can I get her some armor of some sort? He's like, um, they don't make armor for badgers. I'm like, ah, but uh, I'm thinking they have metal I am thinking that she is probably the same size as the halfling on our team. So couldn't I just buy her like a chainmail shirt from the halfling store? I mean, that's gotta bump it up, right? She's yeah. only got 12 I hit mean, points and she almost died last time. So I'm like, Rrr. you know, there's metal smiths. Somebody can make something custom. That's what I'm saying. I got a lot of money. They don't know it, but I do have <laughs> a lot of money. All so. right. It sounds like somebody stole from her party. But no, 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 someone is an um, elf that no one knows. She's very, very rich. But. Ah, good to know. Good she to lives know. in a tree. All right. 
<laughs> and he ma- makes cookies. Yeah. Uh, makes cookies for the mm-hmm. people. And they're very popular. <laughs> Until you get the dry season. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Jano, I, I, All right. I, love, I just think this movie is so adorable. You know what was also weirdly PG about this was the bullying that was happening. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I've seen a lot of shows like Scott, Scott Farkas from like A Christmas Story. I would have been scared of him as a kid. Mm-hmm. I would not have been scared of these two doofus weed people. Like they were just dumb. I know. And they, they didn't seem like they were imposing like they were bigger than no. or could do anything about them. So it didn't make any sense that he was so afraid of them because I well, mean. Well, they like took his shoes, uh, but he had to literally take them off his feet and hand them to them. Like they didn't. They didn't even threaten to beat him up. They were just standing there looking slightly stoned and intimidating. I'm like, mm, okay. So I'm, I want to throw this out there, though, about changing the, what the differences between, like, um, you know, a movie back then and a movie now. I think now they would have found a helpful adult um, because people always write that shit into things. Like, they, it wouldn't be the kids against the world. It would be the kids and a helpful adult against right. the world. And I also think that he would have gone back to save the bullies. Yeah, he would from not the have Sanderson left them. sisters. That was that was yeah, kind I of was out like, of character in general. I, I agree too, but I was kind of like, yeah, I would do it. Like, you know, but I'm not a good person. <laughs> they don't make movies about me. But, you know, I'd be like, you yeah, fuck you. You took my shoes. I got my shoes back. You're just going to have to I'm deal. I'm sure I would right. them for the witches as well. It's, you know, it's fine. I, I don't know yeah, if I would exactly. Like, they don't write movies about us, I, Liz. They, I know. They write That's movies about the brave people. about us because nobody's, you know, nobody's writing the Nerdy Witches movie. But you should because we're awesome. But you know what? I think also the 80s and 90s had a lot more kid empowerment focus than what we have now. Now we have dumbed kids down to these little dodos who can't walk across the street by themselves. And mm-hmm. if they're out of the sight of an adult for two seconds, they're going to get snatched and sold into human trafficking. And yes, I'm sure that happens more than we want to think about it, more than we want to admit. But we're making a lot of our kids into little weenies because we're not letting them do the things, you know? Or my little my little brother got treating beat them up. just like dogs. My little brother got beat up by bullies on Halloween one year that were like older than me, and he's you know your age, a couple of years younger, and they literally were like beating this little kid and stole his candy. I'm like, listen, douchebag, walk to the door like everybody else. They'll give it to you. They don't care that you're 20 yeah. and still a junior because you're a moron. But they're dead <laughs> now, so it's okay. Um, Oh, yeah. 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 A lot of your stories end like that, Liz. I'm a little concerned. But anyway. (laughs) They are, in fact. (laughs) I didn't do it, but they they are. At least one of the two of them is. Anyway, um, because they're stupid. But but that's the thing. Yeah, dead or in prison, we know. But if you think about like the movies that we love from the 80s and early 90s, so we have like The Goonies, Adventures in Babysitting, um, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, these these different kind of movies. and, And I know there's a million others. They they had a lot more of that. Even something like Little Monsters, you know, with Fred Savage and Howie Mandel. Like, it was just a kid hanging with a monster. Like, mm-hmm. the parents weren't involved. All of these have the same, like, apathetic parents that are just like, listen, I'm going to dance and I'm dressed like Madonna and I'm going to put my perky fake boobs in, in everybody's face and I'm going to Vogue. I don't have time for what my children are doing, running amok in a town that we've lived in less than a month. Like, yeah. mm. Are you good parents? Because so, I don't think you are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of agree with that. And that really does sum up a lot of movies from around this time. And I think that this at this point, it was actually starting to go level Raining off a little, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. A bit, but yeah, this apathetic parents or parents are evil that don't get you um, thing. I mean, 
I mean, just I think that what happened is parents actually started going to the movies with their kids and were like, I'm not going to go and watch a movie that vilifies right. me. Um, but uh, it's, maybe maybe that was the cause. But yeah, I did think it was uh, odd. But I do want to go back to the Madonna costume. <laughs> and again, that guys, remember, was this this lady. We're like, where do we know her from? She's the mom from The Great Outdoors. If you have ever seen that yeah. movie, which I love. So, yeah. So. The amount of craftsmanship, because clearly it was a homemade costume, okay? She clearly used oil um, uh, funnels to make those boobs, and it was fucking phenomenal. Didn't you just move? What have you, how have you had the time to make this excellent cosplay? Also, I'm going to say that there is not a fantastic uh, Michaels hanging out in this version of Salem. There's not. I don't even know where she got this stuff. She must have brought it with her from California. She is a crafter extraordinaire. And because the kids had never seen the costume before, um, first of all, it was probably very modern and risque because yes. it was Madonna, yes. right? And so I, I just was thinking like, wow, like girls got her kink on. Like, you know, just do your thing. But did you, <laughs> I, I was did okay you with notice it. dad's costume? So he's, I can't he's dressed to Dracula, right? So he's got mm-hmm. face paint, the fake teeth, hair slicked back. He's wearing a cape. Under the cape, he is wearing fucking pajamas and not like Hmm. black silk pajamas like white with a weird little blue pattern old man button down pajamas like so apparently Hmm. he was in charge of crafting his own costume and he is not so clever as madonna mom because i was like why are you wearing pjs like it doesn't make any sense yeah oh by the Uh, way i just came up with our theme month for october next year so Okay, um, we're going right. to do Candy Month, a whole month of John Candy movies. Thank you. Oh, I was like, man, I, I am already got heartburn. <laughs> I can't do a whole month of candy. No, no, we're going to do a play on words. I just thought of it. Write it down. All right. Okay, Uncle Buck next <sighs> I year. I fucking love Uncle Buck. It's the best. Write it down. I did. And put planes, it on the, planes, trains, and automobiles. I'll put it on the, the board. comedy that makes you cry. Yep. Um, okay. So, let's see. So let's look at the general Um, plot here. He's brought the Sanderson sisters back, but they can only be here for one night only, appearing live, one night only. And they have to eat a kid or maybe a bunch of kids. I'm not really sure. They were were a little sticky on how many was necessary to make them young and beautiful. And and not and to be able to stay forever. Yes, apparently. they could live there forever. They uh in the in the opening scene, we've also forgotten to mention this, they have turned uh Thackeray Binks, who was their last mm-hmm. sister, last victim's big brother, uh, they turned him into a cat, made him an immortal cat who could also apparently talk like Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. But the CGI was actually done better than on Salem. Just going to say. Or that puppetry, yeah, this, whatever it was. Yeah, this is weird. It's like, you know, like this is the beginning credits, right? Where they're telling the story of the Sanderson sisters and and why they, they will come back if a virgin lights the candle mm-hmm. at um, on Halloween, but and, and part of this is that they made it one of the cats immortal, who could never talk at the no. time, but then suddenly was able to talk after Halloween of that. Well, one you know year. what? He spent three hundred years, I'm assuming, picking up the dialect. So I don't know. <laughs> but he was spoke English before. But here's the other thing: like, he just learned how to make so his many... make his meows into voices. That I was just there like, are so many weird little inconsistencies throughout this whole movie. So when Thackeray Binks wakes up in the morning and finds that his little sister Emily is missing, 
and he can see Sarah the witch dragging her across the field. It's daytime. Like, it's early morning. They have just woken up. Go wake up dad and get this going. By the time he gets to their house, which is two minutes away from his own, it's nighttime. Yeah. Why? There's a... Yeah, they're witches. They can control that yeah. shit. I don't know. There was, I mean, there was obviously some consistency issues. The main one was like, he wanted to go and talk to his parents, but he couldn't because he could only meow. So I guess in the next 300 years, he learned how to turn meows into sounding like uh, an, an English accent. With attitude, and, uh, too. Because. Yeah. And he was kind of like an adult once he was, you know, I guess 300, 300 years yeah. is going to make it. Because he was, he didn't have that juvenile nature when he was speaking mm-hmm. later. Um, which is good because it is very creepy to have like a teenage boy hanging out with your like preteen daughter all the time and sleeping on her bed at night because she's a pet. <laughs> well, yeah, you know? and she's like, you're our cat now. And he, you'd think he'd be like, hold up, lady. I've been around for 300 years. I don't need you. Like, <laughs> very weird. I know. I was like, like, I mean, I, like, I'll hang out. But like. I, but it's a cat. It's really so inappropriate. it's off whenever it wants to. It's like Gandalf. It's like. Mm, yeah. Ah. Yeah, I know. Because it's like. You know, the cat has got to understand how inappropriate it is to, like, sleep with a little girl. <laughs> well, uh, let's think about it. Back in the 1600s, okay, right. everyone was yeah, getting she married was probably, at 12, so. that was That was probably her, uh, like, the right age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Child bride. Yeah, gross. A new concept, yes. Gross, gross. Yes. Anyway, yeah, so, so Binks is around for the entire... Uh, you know, her, her working, uh, the, the kids adventure he's around and he's chatting with Here's them. the thing. Binks was not doing his job very well because this could not possibly have been the first virgin who tried to light that damn candle. Oh, I'm, I'm positive it was not. But one thing that was very interesting is that at the end, we're just jumping to the end because it doesn't matter. He said, thank you for lighting the candle because it broke the curse and now I can go to heaven. Yeah, but why did that break the curse? It didn't break the curse when he lit the candle and showed up. Is it because the sisters are dead? Yeah. They were dead before. How do we know they're not coming back? Yeah, It did seem like an odd thing, but maybe the producers were like, you know what? It's really weird that a grown man is like sleeping in bed with his little girl. So let's just uh, let's just kill him off and let him go. You know, make make him go stand again at the end. It's fine. Yes. We are <laughs> wrapping things up, folks. We have a nice little package. It is 1993 and we're not going to think too hard about it. Okay, so speaking of that, and I felt uncomfortable watching it the first time and continue to feel uncomfortable watching it. So Max goes to school and immediately hits on the hottest girl in school named Allison, okay? And then goes home and pretends to hug Allison in his bed with a pillow. If the sister had not been in that closet waiting to jump out at him, things would have gotten really humpy. Yeah, and it would have been really gross. But what was even weirder and grosser is then little sister gets on the bed and says, kiss me, I'm Allison. I'm like, oh, what? No, 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 no. What? <laughs> yeah. And then when she meets Allison later, she's like, oh, that Allison. And I'm like, oh, my God. That you know, girl cannot keep this... a secret for shit. And she is the worst uh, at antagonizing people and like putting her brother in front of her. Like, yeah, well, you're just like that scrappy little dog that pushes the the big dog in front going. And he's like, I don't want any trouble here. I just, I just want to go home. I know. Like, she's, she gets in a picks a fight with a bully and she's like, my brother's going to think. And like, uh, yeah, we kicked your brother's ass a little Truly earlier. Like I'm literally so. wearing his shoes now. Yeah, it was um, uh, that dynamic. I don't think was a real brother sister dynamic. I think a real brother sister, the, the anger and the God, I have to take you trick or treating dead on. Yeah, right? totally. But the inappropriateness of that little girl and, you know, um, that's, was, that's a girl it, who's it felt, it felt weird. Trouble. 
Yeah, yeah. She's something. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like a good mm-hmm. idea. Anyway, um, you know, we're t- they. You know, they had Allison in it, and she was she was kind of a fun um, character. She was very motherly. Do you notice that? Yeah, she was a older than she was. Yeah, she's like you know what I mean. Maybe fourteen or fifteen, and she just. First, she looks 22, so there's that. But it was like, why did she just fall in love with this guy? She already knew he's an idiot who lit a candle he shouldn't have. You know, like, why now we're snuggling on top of him two hours later? I don't know. Weird. Yeah. I know. But, I mean, that's the type of show it is. So, Um, okay. We need to talk about... So, on Halloween night, uh, the witches get out. They ride a broom. You know, they ride a broom to downtown. And then they were like... Oh, I'm going to get on a bus because a bus made more sense than riding. Oh no, no, their brooms got stolen, didn't they? Well, this one, no, they they rode the broom to they rode the bus to the place, left their brooms out, and then the brooms Uh, got stolen. And I was like, I don't even know why they would know what a bus is. But they're they're like they didn't. They asked you don't even have cars in the 1600s. Like, why would any? I think they would have been stuck at home, completely stymied by even the electricity that was in their house. You know, like I know. I don't know. I feel they it was, adapted I was weird, but quickly. Yeah. So, but they did go to, um, uh, they did go to, and saw, to a neighborhood and saw a bunch of trick-or-treating children. And instead of like sucking the life out of one of them, uh, they were fooled by their costumes. would be. So, She's like, I smell children, yeah, I, but see demons. I don't understand. Th- yeah. Uh, apparently something works with their eyesight. Like they couldn't even comprehend this. Did the, when did Halloween like start? Well, All Hallows Eve had been a thing for... A very very long time but yeah. but that's not i mean it's i don't know probably i i mean i can't imagine they weren't trick-or-treating in salem back then maybe they weren't they because you know that point probably mass- that sounds like an oh, 1800s I, kind of thing maybe that's yeah guess. i read this uh article about the um uh you know the salem witch trials mm-hmm. and you know everybody had said that you know it was just mass hysteria right. and then it turns out that there was uh, a prevalence of a particular type of fungus in their mm-hmm. grain that kind of the poorer people would eat yep. that um uh, had like lsd symptoms yep. and caused convulsions and like all of the symptoms did it but then the richer people didn't use that same grain so they weren't nearly as effective right i watched um <laughs> i was watching that who do you think you are show that tlc does where they take their ancestry stuff and they go back however long oh yeah uh-huh. there've been a bunch of them that were like led people back to the salem witch trials and talking about how many people obviously were innocently murdered of being witches during this time and, you know, how how people were just literally lying or like, oh, this is just a woman who has an opinion. She must be a witch. Like, let's kill her. Okay, apparently. It's like if, if, if Salem were run by Twitter. <laughs> so apparently trick-or-treating did not become a widespread practice until the 1930s uh, in the U.S. Oh. So. Hmm. Anyway, All right. Good to know. Thank you. So kids weren't trick-or-treating during the Great Depression. Guess it makes well, sense. Well, okay. it's just begging at that point. Like, put it, you know, and here's the other yeah. thing. I, I don't know. A lot of this has weird ties to things because what's your first memory of how to trick or treat? People throw a sheet over their heads and go out as a ghost. But I'm like, <laughs> that's probably not incredibly effective in the 50s and 40s in the South. That's not good. Yeah. Because <laughs> bad 60s. Um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. well, we learned something today. So, <laughs> I was today years uh, old when I put that connection together. <laughs> yeah. Let's not, let's not think about that one too hard. <laughs> Back to Hocus Pocus. Um, Disney. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but they did go to, uh, they saw somebody dressed up as uh, the devil, and it was the wonderful Gary Marshall. Oh, uh, yes. 
love Gary Marshall. And then Penny Marshall was there too. As his wife. <laughs> Which is weird. Um, Her brother's wife, yes. Very weird. <laughs> um, and they called her Medusa Lady. Mm-hmm. Because she had curlers in her hair. Those were those curl rods. You remember when those, like, that's about the time those They're back. They're back. I, people keep trying to sell them yeah, to me. I had some when I was young. Is my, my, they're too tight on my hair. They make the, work, make they make the like ugliest blue. curls. I don't know why anybody want them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That really was a side note. <laughs> okay. But I did love, I did love Gary Marshall in it. I love Penny Marshall, who was just an annoyed as fuck. I don't give a shit, lady. Yeah. And my husband likes uh, dressing up like the devil, whatever. She seemed a little um, like an alcoholic. She seemed to be in her bathrobe mm-hmm. and watching TV and like drinking a beer. And ah, I'm not having any of this. Why are you inviting these whores into my house? Which is a valid all question. Very rich. I would have asked the exact same thing. I'd be like, um, is this a party? Because like kids are at the door. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm watching this scene. I'm just like, did they like sneak into my ex-husband's house? Like what is happening? Like. <laughs> Yeah, I did like that they saw the kitchen and they were like, ooh, it's a torture chamber. Look at all this stuff. <laughs> and then I do love their attack dog that chases them out of the house, which is like oh, a Yorkie yeah. wearing devil horns or something. Mm-hmm. It was funny. Yeah, I, I think that scene like made the movie for mm-hmm. me. Um, now, uh, anyway, they get rid of the ghost, uh, the the witches, because they figure out that the witches got the little yeah, girl, yeah. right? And uh, so the witches got the little girl. They go run after him. And then they turned on the sprinklers to scare him away and got the girl. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's where he left the bullies to die. Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, And so you think the show's over, but you're like, wait, runtime is how long? And we're an hour in. It becomes a very Lord of the Rings ending. It's like, oh, we're going to. We're going to. Yeah. And so that. Yeah. Then they go and. uh open the book again to talk to Binks, to, to see if they can resolve Binks. You know, because it feels appropriate that the cause of all of this heartache uh, may also have the solution to it. And so let's open the book that's made human of human skin. skin and has a, a live eyeball on it. Yeah, and it's um, like, by the way, you're also not a witch. So maybe just think that book's not going to work for you and leave it alone. Yeah. So they opened it and the Sanderson sisters were like, hey... You know that book works for us, and now we're back right, again. Exactly. And we've blown and, um, up the side of your parents' cupola on the house. So good luck with that. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, that was great because it, we did know that it didn't end. Because um, we're like it really felt anti. Right, it's like it's been twenty they, minutes. Like I know. Like well, that was uh, that was that was taken care of quickly. Um, <laughs> But then the the witches go to the party because they follow the teenagers there who go and trying to get help from the adults. Now, adults are not helpful in movies no. like this. We learned. No. And this is a rockin' Halloween How party. How many people live in this town? Like, it looked much larger than what the the remainder of the set kind of made you feel. I know. And I would hope most of those people were in walking distance because otherwise, stay off the street, little right. kids. Those Those parents should not be driving after that party. And they didn't have Uber back then. Well, I like that it's like four in the morning and nobody's remotely concerned about where their parents are in a town that would have shut down yeah, at 10 p.m. Yeah. yeah, it didn't bother me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like, you know, what? It shows like this when I was a teenager watching them. I was like, man, being an adult is going to be awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I've not I been, have to, not that been to that many awesome parties. And most of the adult. awesome parties... Uh, are awesome because you kind of left and, and made your own little group. out. <laughs> like, yeah, we yeah, don't need to be around always. all these crazy people. 
<laughs> like that time we went to the Harry Potter meetup and left to go find chicken fried steak instead. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, that was chaotic. At one point, somebody's butt yeah. like grazed my face. It was so crowded. I was like, yeah, yeah, there's too many people in here. I know. You're like, you cannot fit this many people into the black lab. Thank you. Yeah. I I need to be able to sit down without having people's asses rub against me. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like we have to <laughs> It was chaotic. Anyway, mm-hmm. it was fun. We'll get uh, chicken fried steak all the way. Yep. Hey. That, they closed that place down. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. yeah. Well, not not many restaurants are going to survive. Everything's going to be Taco Bell. Oh, no. Like a, this has been like a couple of years yeah, ago. They yeah. closed it down a while back. Sounds sad. Yeah, I th- the only restaurants that are going to survive anymore are going to be these massive conglomerates. We're going to be the Taco Bell world, like in um, Judge Dredd. Mm-hmm. Well, we already had to start practicing with the three seashells over the toilet paper <laughs> outbreak of 2020. You know what, speaking of that, I really want some Taco Bell. <laughs> anyway, beside the point, yeah. maybe I'll go to Taco Bell later. Maybe I'll send Craig yeah. to Taco Bell. They don't make Mexican pizzas anymore. People even signed a petition and they're like, oh, that's nice. We're not making Mexican pizza. They got rid of the taco salad. Like, what the fuck, I know, Taco Bell? I know. It's crazy. I mean, I know it wasn't healthy, but come on. I know. You can call. You, we all know what we're getting if we're ordering a salad at Taco Bell. Nothing healthy. Right. You don't go to Taco it's Bell. Good, for, but it's delicious. Yeah. Oh, well. And Mexican pizza is mm, gone. So sad. All right. Okay. So <laughs> this show is sponsored by Taco Bell. I know. <laughs> they got rid of all the good stuff, but I'm still going to keep going. So what does it matter? Uh, I know. Um, so I forgot, uh, I forgot why they ended up at the cemetery. Hallowed ground. They were running from the witches and the witches can't set foot on the hallowed ground. Oh, yes. There was a point in which they did see about salt and then like a circle of salt would keep them away. But when, but yep. when Allison threw the salt around her. I, I've seen mm. enough of Supernatural to know that it needs to be a consistent yep. thing. And you can't just like... Sh- there cannot be any breaks in the line. Exactly. Yep. And she just like sprinkled it on her like she was inside a snow globe. And I'm like, that's not how it works. Uh, I did like when she decided to throw the salt in Sarah's face. And she end. flipped that upside down delightful. on her thing. Oh, okay. So that was another thing. Towards the end, Sarah Jessica Parker gets up onto her broom and just starts singing a song, a siren song. And all the children start to come to her. And I was like... Why didn't you start with that? Because you spent right. half of the time looking for children. Right. But also they keep coming even though she stopped singing. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah. What's happening now? And uh, Winifred also did a little trance during the party when she's saying, I got a spell on you, right? Oh, yeah. She made the parents, she told the parents, dance till you die. And that's basically what they were doing. So. See, parties are lit in Salem. I'm telling you. Word. Yeah. But you may or may not get burned to the stake. So. Yeah, you know, you got you to gotta weigh, weigh your uh, options there. Well, see, here's, here's the problem. The problem is that in 16, blah, 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 when they tried to kill the Sanderson sisters, they did it by hanging, not by burning. Mm. Yeah, 1693. This is why they came back. But my question was, when they got burned, because they, they tricked them into the high school kiln and locked them in and... One, kilns don't work that way. And two, they just, you know, set them on fire and then they float. Why do they go back? Like, I don't, there's no reason. It's just like, and we're going to put the particles back down the chimney and here we are perfectly unsinged. I don't, I don't know. I, uh, I I didn't understand a lot of the, like, and keeping that place as a museum, but like never cleaning it didn't make any sense either. Right. Like, here's our cobwebs for 300 exactly, years. Exactly, Mike. You know, you put, if you, since you had to put in the sprinkler system, you think you'd have to get rid of the fire hazards all around. 
But no. Right. But also, wouldn't you have cleaned, like when the museum shuts down, wouldn't you have cleaned out the gift shop part of it? Like, you know, maybe we should take the Zippo lighters. And that place has been empty. You think every teenager in the world hadn't gone in there looking for a Zippo? Come yep. on. Oh, well. Okay. So, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, they just waited them out until by putting them, catching them in salt on hollowed grounds, yep. waiting for the sun to come up. After midnight, they disintegrate. Except for... They pulled a Bilbo and Gandalf. Yes, but Winnie turned into a statue and the rest disintegrated. But then she exploded. Oh, she did explode. Okay, because I was like, well, there's no continuity there. The statue was a beautiful statue. That would have been amazing. It would have been awesome. Yeah. But now, exploded. Now there's no proof of anything that happened. And now they'll just be those crazy kids. You know they'll never stop talking about it and they'll put them in an institution. Well, I know because... Okay, so... The outcome after this, this is why I like happily ever aftermath. They kind of talk about this. But so these kids are going to go home and there's a hole in the side of their house. Yeah. And the way they're going to tell their parents who eventually stop dancing because the the mm-hmm. things is that because witches exploded through the wall um, and they took the your daughter. So I went and saved her. And so that was it. Who the fuck is going to believe that even after being possessed by witches? <laughs> Literally no one. Because <laughs> I don't think they're going to recall that whole... they were possessed by witches. I think they're just going to go like, wow, I really was partying. I, I'm a little tired now. I'm going to go yeah. home. I, I don't think they're going to put two and two together. No, never. And I think also, I, I think if they were smart, they would not talk about this and they would just act like some random act of God shot the top of the roof of the house off because, you know, it's not like it's at car level where they could be, you know, they didn't make a bomb. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you can just There's go, no fire. No lightning, dude. There's no fire. We were trick-or-treating. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Know. It just happened. It's so weird. And but can we move back to California? Yeah, please? exactly. This the houses just fall down or catch on fire there. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, or both. Yeah. So they, you know, they probably have had jet lag this whole time because <laughs> mm-hmm. they just moved. They've only been there a, a week or a month or like, not long. Yeah, they're like, I'm supposed to go to bed at six p.m. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, so. I think that overall, the show held up as being like a spooky, goofy little show for kids um, with some adult themes that I think could have been edited out and made it actually way more for kids. Yeah. It's funny because I I guess when I was younger, you know, you're on the side of the kids outwitting the witches and things like that. But at this age, I'm pretty sure I'm on the side of the witches. I'm like, just get out of my house. Yeah. They weren't doing anything, just sucking the souls out of children. There were lots of them. You saw how many there were. Apparently, the ki- parents don't care. They just let them wander the streets well, all the while time. they went and partied at kink uh, in kinky outfits. That's right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I, lo- I love this little movie. It's very cute. Again, the Sanderson sisters are what makes the movie. Yeah. Um, they're they're just fantastic. And Bet and Kathy and Sarah, good work. Yeah. because delightful. And their costumes were beautiful. Oh, like the Bet Midler's costume in this is. Fucking gorgeous. I was like, I could cosplay that. Yeah, That's speaking really of that, cute. like Queen Elizabeth vibes all the, over the place from her. She's got the hair. Yeah. She had pretty much the makeup with the lipstick, you know, and I was like, mm-hmm. and the dress, you know, had the boosty. So just a, an over the top Queen Elizabeth look to her. And I'm like, that is fabulous. You yeah. know, it's delightful. Yeah. Well, she is the queen. It was almost yeah. like, though, she was older than the rest of them by like a century. Mm, she, 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 could, she could have been. I mean, like um, her, uh, 
her dad was the devil. Like, he doesn't need to be linear. Like, he can just be like, after 200 years, be like, oh, maybe you want another kid or another sister. Here you go. Here's Well, and that's the thing. Like, none of the sisters look anything like each other. So it could have just been, you know, hey, we are a coven of witches who found each other. We are not literal sisters, but we are now because sisters before misters. Yeah, sure. It works for me. Yeah. yeah I don't know. <laughs> I read way too much supernatural fantasy. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. So... I don't know. I like the show. I'm very happy with it. Mm-hmm. Me too. It's a good one. Paul really enjoyed it for his first viewing. He thought it was very cute. And if you guys are looking for it, obviously you can find it free on Disney Plus. Well, it's not so. free because Disney Plus doesn't even have a well, trial. It's anymore. free if yeah. you have Disney Plus. But yeah. Um, I've got an internet quote today. Oh, excellent. Um, let's see. It's COVID related because that's all that's on my thoughts and minds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. It's from David Huntsberger at Twitter. He's a check mark, so maybe he's famous. Who the fuck knows? I know the name, but not yeah. from where. At Huntsberger Junk is his handle, if you're inclined. Mm. All right. He says, with COVID in the U.S., people are quick to bring up, bring up that we have 5% of the world's population and 20% of the deaths. But they leave out the fact that we also have like 80% of the dumbest people who ever lived. That's true. Very true. Yeah, I have a recommendation for our friends who are looking for something a little spooky but not scary for people like us who have anxiety and don't want to deal with jump scares. I would recommend 1995's Casper with Christina Ricci and Bill Pullman. Super cute. Really? Yeah, super cute. I love it. It's a great show. All right. It's very good. Maybe I'll watch it. I don't know. No, I'm serious. Like, it's it's really – it's very good. And I think that – because it's, um, I don't want to say anything. You just spoil it. Anyway, so Casper is a ghost. Everyone else is live action. Very okay, cool. better or so. worse than Ghost Dad? So much better. Ghost Dad is garbage. <laughs> ghost Dad is fucking trash. I watched Ghost Dad so much as a little kid. <sighs> no, it's trash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is de- definitely trash. And now it's even worse because it's uh, like. Huh. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not. What? No. No, I mean, no. Can you this... imagine if, if, if Bill Cosby were a ghost? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. He, he basically was. Well, uh, yeah, I know. To people like they're like, I just had this weirdest dream that Something Bill Cosby happened. had sex with me. Somebody touched me. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. It's terrible. Yeah, no, no. This is much better, and no one that I know of is a rapist in it. So <laughs> it's automatically a plus right there. So yeah, it's almost like the Bechdel test, right? <laughs> Bechdel test, and nobody that's in it is currently oh, uh, known oh. as a rapist. It has young Amanda Seyfried in it. Mm. Christina Ricci is young and adorable in it. So very cute. And Bill Pullman is the dad, so we love him. Okay. And then okay. there's I'll some weird uh, Slimer-type uncles that come into the to the picture. So I say watch it. It's really good. Paul, okay. Paul liked it too. He's like, is this like Casper? I like Casper. I was like, it's along the lines, but it was before Casper. So, yeah. Okay. Recommend. So anyways, that's, uh, that's it for this week. We have um, a book club that's going to be coming up sometime in the near future. I'm still not done, so. Well, in the near future, we will be doing Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And we also have a guest coming up that I'm super excited about. uh, And we might be watching some porn. So we'll see how that goes. We're talking about watching some porn. Talking about watching some porn. You know, something interesting. So definitely check back. Something porny. uh, Yeah, something porny. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then make sure to go check out our new podcast network, Friends, Age of Radio. You can see all of the awesome shows that are on there at ageofradio.org. And look out for Candy Month next year, I guess. Yeah, I know. You'll have a a year to prepare. A year to prepare. No candy corn involved, I promise. 
Oh, that shit's awful. It's so gross. Yeah. I painted my nails like um, candy corn and I can't even look at them. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's garbage. I fucking hate candy yeah. corn. So anyway, um, have a happy Halloween. Be safe. Don't go spreading COVID to your neighbors. Please. Yeah. And thank why, you. why we tell people that? They're not. They're just going to go do it. Don't I know. It. And go. if you have not done so, get your ass to the polls on November 3rd. Vote, vote, yeah. vote, vote, vote. Yeah. And it's going to be bad because it's going to be right after you went trick-or-treating. I know. You're going to still be uh, fat and high on candy, but mm-hmm. vote properly, folks. Yeah. Maybe maybe throw a mask on just for fucking kicks, shits and giggles. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I went I went and voted the first day of early voting. I was like, yes, we're going. We're done. It was great. Um, if you can't find a poll near you, catch a ride with somebody. I've seen lots of people offering it up. I thought about just like renting a party bus and going around nice. and taking people to polling stations. So that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, ours was mail. Uh, mm. But ours always has been. Yeah. In um, Texas, the only way you can do a mail-in is if you are like absentee. over 65. So well, I was able to do it because I wasn't living there at the time, right. but I still was a resident. Right. And as long as you don't vote at both places. And it was my primary address, uh, mm. primary residence. Yeah. Um, since then, I officially moved and decided that state income tax was the way for me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> sucker <laughs> <laughs> you know how much fucking state income taxes it's ridiculous they are so let's hope that the episode after this one is a, a happy one but we'll yeah, but we'll yeah. see either way we'll we'll see you will be coming to you and we'll be talking to you about something uh, we have no idea we don't know what be. but we did one last time and it was very awful really terrible episode but it, it's <laughs> gonna be bad like you know it's uh no matter what it's going to be bad. Yeah. It's, it is. You know, like my family's like, we should have a party. And I'm like, one, no COVID. Yep. And two, we are not going to have anything to discuss uh, in an election yeah, year. So they, I'm just going to stay home. <laughs> yeah. There's no, yeah. I know. Nothing we're, good we're is going to have any results. Any yeah. We're not going to have any results on election day. Just keep that in mind yep. because everybody's been so mail in and most of the, and most of the states are mail in. Yeah. And then of the results that you do get on election day, they actually will be overwhelmingly red. Um, so then there's going to be that. You're going to just, you know, have all this anxiety. I, I you know what though last year this mm, mm. whole thing to talk about electoral college and shit because during the last election all five of the major state uh, cities in texas were blue but somehow our state was still red I'm like mm, that's how it works sure yeah. math anyway so i uh, guess we will catch you guys next time okay <laughs> Like, was I supposed to say something? I'm leaving that in. It's like, alrighty. (laughs) Awkward. Music provided by www.bensound.com and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. I love soup.